Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Monday's edition of the Terrace Scottish Bloody Football Podcast. <laughs> How good is this? Eh? What a life we lead. And I'm joined today by Craig Fowler. Hello. Hello there. Uh, not feeling too well, Fowler. I've got a bit of a cold. Yeah, why is that? Uh, I was drinking the last four days. Four days? How's he done it? I've seen you drink one day and been paralytic for four days. <laughs> yeah, com- comatose for a full week after it. Uh, I'm good at handling hangovers now. I'm, I'm better. I've, I've done. I've done well recently. Been training. Been training. <laughs> is, this, is this you training for your stag day? Is that literally? Yeah, thanks, right. <laughs> literally uh, every day, time I go, I just have to say to myself, right. Just every pint, I have to think of right. This is. Yeah, I've seen you drinking water and stuff. It's yeah. a smart thing to do. There's nothing wrong with it. We're bloody adults. Yes. We'll get pissed eventually. It doesn't matter. It will happen. Yeah, I know. Right? And we always talk shite anyway. And talking to talking shite. Seamless. Joel Sked, welcome. Hello. And Hello. how are you today? Ah, all right. Have you been? Have you, have you, <laughs> <laughs> done any fun? Still listening to Christmas songs constantly? Is that your life still? Just uh, no, I've actually. Um, do you want to just go into hotties or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's one of my hotties. I have finally, I've, as of this morning, listened to my first ever Desert Island Discs podcast from the BBC. All right. With Stephen Graham, would recommend it was uh, the actor from the single night. Yes, yeah. and he's he's Mark been an Irish his best friend. Yeah, he's, yeah. An, he's been an Irishman. Uh, the Irishman. <laughs> <laughs> been an Irishman most recently. <laughs> And uh, you yeah, really enjoyed, really enjoyed it. The Beatles. He's so he would have said that. Do you know that? No, no. Stephen Graham's a very good actor, uh, but you do notice whenever he's in British stuff, his character is always, always Scouse. Because uh. I think it's hard for him to do literally any other accent. And no, he was doing accents on it, and he was English on his London one. Really? Right? Okay. Yeah. Right, because when he was, even when he was an Irishman. I didn't think his accent was bad, but you can still kind of feel the scouse just slightly under it's the surface. So hard when you've got wanting to break to through. I think so. He was he was saying about how he'd left he left Liverpool. I think quite young in his uh, young in his life to go down to London. He now, now lives in Leicester, and he's just still he's got such a strong oh, right. strong scouse accent. Uh, so and then I've uh, who did he pick? Oh, give us a flavour of something. He picked Oasis. He picked uh, Shasabian. He started off on fire. Shaka Khan. And he finished off with, I don't know who the actual, the main artist was, but it was featuring Dizzy Rascal. It was a widespread. Featuring Dizzy Rascal. Yeah, it was featuring Dizzy Rascal. Would that not be, what's her name, Florence and the Machines? No, no, it wasn't that. It was It was. a song that I had heard of once. No, no, I had the hair. On your dead island desk, you picked Dance for Me, coming out of it. I fucking went through my head up very fast. <laughs> no, I. Oh, boy, you're doing it in the dance floor. Oh, fuck that. Sorry, I'm going in the war. Kill me. <laughs> Is that a shot? Wait up. <laughs> wait, wait for me. Um, so what's your so what's your holiday? Just Desert Island Discs so. Yeah I've really enjoyed it So cool. I started listening to uh, he's, he's got quite uh, He's got a really interesting story Started listening to Noel Gallagher Not a fan of Noel Gallagher I'm, I'm starting to become Not a fan of Noel ah, Gallagher He's becoming a knob as well He's managed it's to coming. Well, No but you know He managed to go full circle Everyone always thought That Noel was the same one And Liam was the knob We went full circle now I'd they're both knobs, yeah. Uh, but I'm doing, I've noticed in life now that there's yes. no generally consensus is that Liam's sound and Noel's are off. He mentioned Noel's uh, a Tory and Liam's can labour. <laughs> no, but I was coming under that because he did mention he was that he had been out with. He mentioned Morrie. He was talking about the Smiths. He chose the Smiths, obviously, and 
he was talking about Morrissey and the interview was like, oh, do you get on with Morrissey? He's like, oh, yeah, I really lo- uh, love him. I was out, f- out for a drink with him in LA and I was, uh, just laughed so much because he was bullying Russell Brand and that feel was like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> bullying Russell Brand. Um, I suppose that could be quite fun as well, to be honest. Um, right. Um, you no, any um, or noughties? Hotties, I uh, quite like... This is a rubbish one, but still, uh, I like... Around about the Christmas period, the Christmas kind of sandwiches you get at like supermarkets. Oh yeah, like, like the turkey one with the sage and onion, cranberry juice, cranberry sauce. I mean, usually I'm kind of this kind of stuff annoys me when like supposedly foods have certain you know periods in time. Like you have it like during the day, you should only people think you should only like see to go for breakfast. Oh, for instance, yes, yeah, so you can eat whatever you fuck you want at any fucking point of the day. It doesn't, really doesn't make that much difference. I I remember hearing someone uh, say to you, just as I was walking out the canteen at work, uh, go, oh, is, are you having cornflakes for your lunch? And I was like, just thinking in my head, oh, why have you opened that can of worms? <laughs> why have you opened that can of worms? <laughs> but I do kind of like the fact that. You only really get these sandwiches at this time of year. I mean, you sure you get kind of one similar to it, but you don't mm-hmm. usually get kind of like stuffing or kind of cranberry. Uh, mm-hmm. just always, but I kind of, I don't know, I kind of like it. Maybe it's just because it's Christmas. I kind of, I yeah, you know, well, it's a special time we're allowed to have certain things. Aye, yeah, I think that's the only time when I'm actually like, no, that's the festive baking, Greg's good. Christmas is probably the only kind of quote unquote holiday that I properly subscribe to. No, I'm not an Easter fan. Easter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a fucking child. So nah, I know Easter is shit. Uh, the Val- only good thing I do is getting time off. Valentine's Day is the biggest lot of shite ever. Uh, uh, <laughs> about every man ever. <laughs> New Year's is alright. Nah, it's just like to get drunk, right? Nah, I don't nah. actually care that it's a New Year. Yeah, 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 I'm not like, oh god, I'm going to change my whole life. I know, I, <laughs> I'm going to drink now and I'll drink tomorrow again, probably. Unless <laughs> 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 someone just decided to do that, New Year's resolution, drink more. Drink more, less exercise. Uh, Fuck y'all. A naughty <laughs> would uh, be the English electorate. Oh, yeah, of course. Here we go. Don't have to say anything about that. I don't know about that. That was quite, uh, we were quite angry at the pub. Oh, yeah, we'd had, a, we'd, had a, four, we'd had a couple of cans in here doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. There we went, we'd had three or four by then, so not enough to get a motive when chatting. Uh, yes, I was angry enough that I. When those uh, exit polls came out. I was angry enough that I tweeted Jake Humphrey and told him to take his face for a shot. Right. <laughs> how, <many followers, laughs> how, how many followers did you uh, lose due to your political ranting? I thought I lost 50, but it might, uh, I don't know, to be, fun, to be Good honest. Good fucking riddance. Aye, it might have been 50, but it might have also not been fully aware what it was anyway. I thought I had a number, and then I thought I went down, but it might not be. All right. Um, um getting sent off for noising up fans. Let everyone noise up fans, it's brilliant. Oh yeah, I was going to say actually, no, we could talk about that. Um, we'll talk about that in detail, but I've just been in general, I just, I like a bit of that, surely, I like being involved. As a fan, I like it when players do that because it means that I am impacting on the game and that's surely the thing that, thing annoys, sort of feeling when you're The thing that annoys me about that is like, it's one of the least consistent decisions mm. in football. How many times do you see... Kyle Lafferty not getting booked twice for giving Celtic fans a red hand ulster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get in this in this, in this country. That is as bad yeah. as you're going to go. Yeah. Morelos is celebrating directly in front of Hearts fans. I mean, he's not done the get it up here side, uh, but I mean, it's I mean, it's hardly the biggest swearing in the world. Uh, yeah, oh no. But so, sure, I mean, that he, wee corner. I mean, he, he was surely they want that that wee corner. They're loudmouths, they're brash. It's kids who've got their drums. Surely that's good. Ah, it's just it's just annoying that sometimes they do it and sometimes they don't. And you think like when Scott Brown's got his arms out in front of the goggy stand, like about two yards away, and doesn't get well that could cause problems because mm. everybody in that stand fucking hates Scott Brown yeah, yeah. Uh, but then Morelos does it in front of the Marvel fans when I mean, they hit him as well it's just like it's one of these things that just seems to be a toy cost whether the referee actually gives a card or not it's, there's, I think there should be for fans a certain satisfaction when a player gives it back to you Absolutely. I think it's, it's, it's funny as if you're winding a player up uh, and he's, he, he either bites back or um, slags you back or I just gives you a gesture absolutely like, I think one of my favourite ones was the relationship between Paul Hartley and Hibs fans because don't get me wrong most of the time during that period he did get up the Hibs fans but there was a couple of occasions where he lost it and Hibs fans got on top of him and you saw him ratting and raving and it was a fun because you knew every game you were going to be having that with that specific player and I, and I, and I liked it it was, it was good fun another naughty from me shaving your pubes <laughs> Uh, I done that on uh, yesterday, 
and I was using a brand new razor because obviously I've got a shaved head now. Mm-hmm. So uh, I've started using a bottle of Does it explain why you're shaving your pubes? Uh, like, what's wrong with shaving your pubes? I'm Kemp down there. No, I said You're like fucking Daniel Stendhal down there. No, because if you shave them, then when they grow back, it's like really itchy. I mean, you still need to swap on. You must have that you're a hairy guy. You must have shit, though. You must see your cop. I said scissors. Cut them with scissors. That's not a decent idea. Sounds messy, though. Fucking L. Graham Spurs is a new next article. Fellow's unkempt boss. I know, but after my, the problem was is that because it was such a good I cut my cock twice oh. <laughs> actual blood uh, so that was uh, it was a horrible way to start the day I was glad I was, I was five minutes late for me in the pub cleaning up my bleeding cock <laughs> <laughs> true story so I can't like, go down the the old scissors Sorry. the wee ones that you use for like um, that they always have in sewing kits they look I perfect. could use them uh, and you got body trouble a body trouble there's an idea. Mandy's got something that she used for shave about just mm, <laughs> you can um, you can get them you can get your pubes lasered off yeah like that. that'd be great bag is fucking sir like uh, I'm sir and very expensive I'm yes doing. sir yeah um, but I'm, I'm going to swing this uh, background to um, less pube chat <laughs> I'm going to do a hottie slash naughty pub on Saturday night I went to platform 5 made the way back from it was your first problem <laughs> I quite like platform it's, right, yeah. it's fine I'm only it's, joking yeah, it's, it's, it's fine got a picture taken with friend Andy Mendy yeah he was uh, Rafe, yeah, yeah. Rafe, uh, Rafe Rovers uh, on loan defender at Kelly Hearts he uh, while I handed my phone to his teammate for a picture he leaned across to his teammate across me and goes why is he getting a picture with me and I was like Rafe Rovers and I was like oh okay and then so, uh, <laughs> he's like he's that unfamous fair play <laughs> I like that self-deprecating enough doesn't even accept him nobody knows me he's a footballer I'm just a guy and then uh, Sean's cancelled uh, Sean's train was cancelled so he come and, uh, came and met us in the pub oh, no he never stayed if I got cancelled he just fucking bumped it and ran down <laughs> some old boy a uh, Hearts fan uh, walked across and he said to me he's like oh uh, your TV show you're the only one that talks sense like, I-, I don't think he's got the right person I don't think he's got the right person and then then he called <laughs> so like uh, Sean was like he said something about the other three and then Sean puts his hand up and he goes aye he should call you Coco the Clown <laughs> <laughs> then he then in the, it was really busy obviously Saturday yeah, loads of Christmas the parties well, yeah, right. yeah, loads of Christmas parties and he sits down in the busiest area with a, a fish supper and it who then he does oh no, this guy no this guy yeah yeah this guy yeah. stunk out the place <laughs> he's making food as well at Platform 5 that's yeah. very rude uh, this guy seems like a no. Thanks for the Joel talk set, so Ah, yeah, he must have got an idiot, so. <laughs> um, we're talking of nonsense. Submitting three. Livingston three. Um, I watched the highlights for that. Was any goal not avoidable? It was good fun. It was what we want. Scottish football style. Yes, in fairness to Submitting, uh, their, their back line was just a. It's incredibly bad Mackenzie was missing is that right uh, yes yeah. it was McLaughlin was and alongside let me just get this player's name Scott Glover never yes Scott Glover Danny Glover uh, <laughs> and uh, Danny Glover who's in the new Jumanji movie yes and he's played and then who, beca- who does he become he becomes The Rock does he become The Rock that'd be good, good yes good uh, well yeah this guy defended like Danny Glover <laughs> at this age and uh, Ryan Flynn as well so that was the first goal he made a uh, he's either of it. Nah, he made an arse to, to clear the ball first time, and then Flynn made an arse as well. So it's kind of one of those things. It's usually when players are missing, like centre half, you kind of worry about it. And if the team struggles or doesn't do well, usually the goal kind of tends to come for somebody else and isn't directly responsible. But it was funny that this was the first two goals. <laughs> Sorry, this was the first goal, and it was the two exact players that were kind of pushed out of the defence when they didn't really want them there it was like right away oh fuck <laughs> I would also so Glover Dykes just uh, Dykes smartly just played on him I'd seen that in the in the second half with uh, I think it was the the third goal was the third goal uh, Souda scored the third goal yeah yeah, yeah so it was, uh, it was the third goal that Dykes just kind of I think he just couldn't handle the physicality of Dykes but the first goal so uh, Glover obviously missed the header. Flynn awful attempt at clearing it, and then Ladke as well. I thought he was very uh, not slow. I just I just think he he could have got down quicker and had given a, a bigger push with his hand. Yeah. I think you could tell he was disappointed with it. The game I think epitomised the 
ten teams below. <laughs> yeah, no, not even the bottom six. <laughs> just, just the other ten. Just the division as a whole <laughs> without Rangers and Celtic. Just, it's uh, nonsensical. Yeah, Junior Gin- 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 starting games and scoring goals. Yeah, so. I was about to say, like, you, since you said he was shite, he scored a couple. Like, yeah, I has. It's not coming around to me. It's not very good. Abika scoring twice and Marais, because I've I, I seen it, I was like, whoa. I quite like a big because guy. yeah, I quite like a big he guy. He's a bully. He's a, he's a big guy, and he throws himself about. Yeah. He's like he's, he has two goals. He's erratic as well. Uh, he's erratic. He's like, scored off his knee, and then he scored the most deflected effort of all time. A big has never been goal. much of a goal scorer, and to be fair, he's not scored that many goals this season. He's just having a, a decent spell recently. But he kind of reminds me. He's, he's similar to Uchi at Pezu, uh, but he's got. Oh, no, thanks for putting Pezu. Man, I've known who it was. No, no, but. Uh, <laughs> For those who are just listening for the first time, he's got a he's got a much better touch yeah. than him. Uh, but he's a similar type of player, and just really kind of relies on his physicality and bullies defenders. But he can bully them very well because he is huge, so muscular, Abika. And yeah, I've been quite impressed with him recently. I think he's a not bad player. I, I still don't really think Marias. Marias is like crap. <laughs> no, he's like he's so wee as well. Yeah. He's quite powerful. It's a kind of weird makeup for a player. Yeah, that low center of gravity. Yeah, he's like annoying your legs. Yeah. <laughs> Stop annoying my legs. <laughs> um, Souda scored two. Joe, uh, what's your take on Souda just in general? He's used the word already. I think erratic. Yeah, uh, I think even Stephen Lawless mentioned that after the game is that he's he's not like had bad games. He's not had like really stinking performances. It's just that he does some things really well. Does thing other things not very well tracking back for example mm-hmm. I think he well, he was taken off uh, earlier in the season because he just simply wasn't tracking the player the way <laughs> simply that, not doing uh, it Holt and Martin deal wanted him to I think it's understood at Livingston he's got a lot of quality to see with his, his, his two strikes and he the second one's quite funny because it's like he takes a really nice touch but then it looks like a good goal, but then when you see it in slow motion, ah, he smashes off his face and comes back for it. <laughs> not quite as good as you thought. It was, it was, don't get get wrong. It was a good efficient, a good finish. But I think he he, he kind of uh, highlights the the way Livingston have maybe tried to be a bit more attacking, a bit more play a bit more football, and uh, rather than going maybe quite direct. Livingston, though, that's the third time this season they've given up a two goal lead. That's weird, though. It's not something you would think about when you think of Livingston. No, exactly. I was, I was Martin Dale's Livingston. Yeah, there's a lot of different things like that. Like, their home form's good. It's not, but you always think that Livingston's is. Right. And now they won't give us a total. It's all just cliches for nonsense from, from last year, really. Because you, you think of them as robust, hard-to-play games, mm. but some of the goals they've gone up this season yeah. have been incredible. Their defensive record is, is not good. It wasn't helped at the weekend. That which, which is weird as well, because I don't think anybody really has a problem with the defenders. I think no. it's, it's, it's kind of well-known that Lithgow wasn't, was probably the weakest of the three, and he's still there, so that's he not an issue. Game. A lot of the time. No, I, was, I think he's been. He, was, he had his injuries. He has injuries. And then you've got Marvin Bartley coming back in. You he thought like, that. Oh, he's been getting big plaudits yeah. as well. Gus, Guthrie, I think, reasonably well thought of. Yeah. Um, we go to his goal. How annoyed are you if you've got a, you're defending a free kick that is about forty yards out central? And you can see the goal directly from it. Not even from a knockdown that someone... I mean, he's dinked the ball in there. It's a nice ball, don't get me wrong. It's a good and header. It, well. And it's a good header, but that's an awful way to see the yeah. goal. Free kick from middle of the park, 40 yards out, and the guy's a free header uh, from about seven yards, knock it in. That's like, that's perfect. Yeah, um, one that uh, you could talk about the defender if you want, but I was going to mention uh, Craig Sibbald. I was, no, I was just going to say. I was just going to mention that Livingston. I think that there was a big, there was a big issue. The fact that at halftime, Arrington Taylor Sinclair had to go off, so they switched to formation. So if they were playing four two three one, Sinclair went off. Lifko came on, and they went with a back three. And I think that just it maybe didn't throw them, but it, it didn't have the desired effect. Yeah, because they've not played three at the back much no. this season. Uh, yeah, Craig Sibbald has been in decent form recently, and he's. Frankly, me doing it in the top flight, I think, is quite encouraging. He's somebody that, when you had that group of Falkirk players mm-hmm. that all kind of came through together at the same time, and Sybil was the one that kind of got a lot of headlines at the time because he was, I think, the youngest of them when he was 16, I think, when he played against Hibs in the semi final. His career, unlike the rest, kind of stalled. You could even say that kind of, kind of Blair Olsen had a, a quicker ascent than him because at least he mm-hmm. signed for St Johnson yeah. before, like, leave, left mm-hmm. Falkirk before. You know, the rest of them, there was also Jay Fulton and, you know, several other of those other guys kind of went down to England. And he just seemed to, he didn't progress as you kind of would have thought. And then he kind of had the situation where he was kind of wanting to leave, but nobody was able to buy his contract out. So he had to kind of just stay another year until he got old enough. 
And then I think he looked, he signed for, he was at Livy last season, was he not? Yeah. Yeah, and he was, he wasn't great, he was alright, he was kind of a decent enough squad player. But this year, I think he's, and especially recently, starting to kind of prove himself as a, a decent first team midfielder in the Scottish top flight. Now, we've said it enough times, Scottish top flight is not very good, but who says it's going to be any good next year and the three mm. years after that? So, Craig Sibbald, finally, I think maybe starting to show, maybe not quite his potential that we had him, we talked about when he was 16. But at the very least, actually proving himself to be a, a good Scottish full-time footballer. You're going to be Murray Davidson. That's who you're going to be. That's not Craig Simmel's career. Yeah, definitely. but a different, type, <laughs> different type of player. Different type of player. But but yeah, 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 the same career. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just, you'll, be, you'll be good. I don't know if uh, you've got anything else to say, but I want to bring up uh, Stephen Robinson's attempt. Uh, sorry, um, Scott Robinson's attempt at winning a penalty. No, yeah. Yes, I think they, they said it well in sports scene where it was basically like, if he just... He anticipates it. When he in- but if he doesn't, he actually might have got a penalty because yeah. the guy does dive in. Ah, yeah, that's <laughs> it. He anticipates it, but he goes too early. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so on a Friday afternoon after school, uh, during high school, we'd always go to the AstroTurf and play knockout and stuff like that. Yeah. I did that exact same thing weekly to try and win penalties. Well, and, uh, knockout? And knock- <laughs> Fucking hell, I'm boring. <laughs> You've got, who's going to give you it though? Everyone else says you don't have a ref. The goalkeeper is the ref. Oh, yeah, so he is, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I used to go, I, as soon as I saw that I was like huh, yeah I, I did that I did that I know exactly that's what exactly you're what to they do. talk about when the players everyone copies it on the, on the, on the actual they actually do Joel done it yes um, and now did it better though uh, does anyone else add anything more on that wild game uh, Alan Dykes done pretty poorly for the second to make it every three, single player did poorly for one goal yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was a shambles good fun though good wholesome fun had talking Gary, of good wholesome fun um, I didn't eat before I got here because I didn't want to be too full for this. We're going to Tyne Castle <laughs> and we've got Craig Fowler and Joel Sked here for Hearts nil and the worst St Johnston team in recent memory. One. We've got another clean sheet against Hearts. Is this the only second clean sheet they've had this season? I'm just... two, two or three. So I looked into it. So Livingston, Ross <laughs> County and uh, St Johnston have kept 12 clean sheets between them. A third of them have come against Hearts. This year, yeah. just... so <laughs> where did it start? Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was when I was coming when I was thinking about uh, like notes and what to say. There's just so much to say that it's hard to put I, it in I, order. I'll go quiet. Knock yourselves out. Do you want to talk, so do, do talk about St Johnson first? Yeah, 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 yeah okay. Yeah, let's get yeah, the, let's get the quote unquote positives out of the way. I, I mean, I, I went, I took uh, took to social media as uh, writers would uh, would write about players and said that. St Johnston were awful as well and didn't get a stick but there's a few St Johnston fans who uh, kind of question that but they were those two really bad teams St Johnston though were uh, at least kind of had a organisation a structure which I think Tommy Wrights wanted to drill in, uh, wanted to drill into them after recent performances. You seen it went to Kilmarnock. They didn't play uh, brilliantly there, but they got the point, and it was similar at, at Tynecastle. Yet they, they third deserved to win, and they probably should have won by more. They were kind of going back to old school St Johnston, maybe with. Uh, I think it's going to be a wee while before they get back to that kind of that St Johnson yeah, yeah. you were finishing maybe third and fourth but there were signs there that there is um, that there's, there, progress will happen on, under Tommy Wright there was the fact that Hearts didn't have a, sh- have a sh- uh, shot on target says a lot about Hearts but also says a lot about St Johnson yeah. and the way, way they played who did they line up with at the back they had Callum Booth at left back Ralston Ralston and Gordon Gordon yeah. Yeah, Gordon, yeah. yeah Gordon was supposed to be missing the game and that might have helped us. <laughs> yeah, because it would have been the duster. Oh, right, or it just would have been lost off his best performance of the season. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not existent, doesn't need to be. Because right. you, you who would you say was Sir John? Oh, sorry, Johnny Gojo. You're, no, you're, you, just, you just look at the midfield and Murray Davidson, Alan McCann, and Jason Holt, and it's 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 workman like more than more than anything. You there's look, a bit of balance in that, though. There yeah, there's a bit of balance. You look, you look at that, and you got uh, O'Halloran and Kennedy uh, on the wings, and you've seen that they are they were able to counter attack. There wasn't much for Holt to do because the ball was flying over his head for yeah. most of the game. Right, right said after the game that he had watched, he had watched Barnsley. Yeah, understand. He was hand. very uh, dismissive. I really like that. About how he really made it sound like this is a piece of piss. Uh, I watched. Uh, I just watched Barnsley a couple of times. So I knew to do that. Done job done. I'm away. But, but he, was, he, was, <laughs> he was right because they, they got they got um, joy by just kind of going over the top of Hearts. You've seen it with the the early chance where. 
my God, Berra tried to steam out. He, well, Berra obviously realised that he was he, he had to have a high line, mm-hmm. so he kind of came out late, and then it left Hickey behind him. Hickey played O'Halloran on side. Zlamal was, I don't know, maybe in the Gorgie stand the time it took him to come out. And then Hickey did fantastic. Can you play with a high line with Denix Zlamal as your uh, goalkeeper? Or Christopher as your centre-back. Or Christopher as your centre-back. Or Colin Doyle as your goalkeeper. Joe Pereira, I didn't get to come off his line. That's not like he's good mm-hmm. anything. <laughs> Tommy Wright, Tommy Wright did the, the little, little Britain came out on him. And they, like, oh, they give it these fancy words and all that. I was like, I don't think Stendhal's trying to make it sound like it's not like a foreign night, like, it's just high press. I think it's pretty widely thought of as that. I, don't, I thought that was just like a, a dig there was really no need for. Yeah, because Stendhal's... I think never... he was just enjoying the fact that he was having a good time. I felt uh, positive for Johnson. I thought Matty Kennedy played well. Yeah, and... I, I think he is... Uh, he's a player who is always on the cusp of doing something. So like St Johnson, even when they have been poor, he's always given them something. And I'm not a huge Calm Henry fan, but it was better than me when he came on. Yeah, did he just like that? That's what I'm saying. It's talking done, about, it's done. It's over. Talking about St Johnson has been really poor. So there was a large spell of that game where both teams struggled to put a few passes together, and then May, they, St Johnson really have an out ball with May. It works. Mm-hmm. You can get, you can give him that. It works, but it's just sad. It's just uh, it's upsetting. We, we, a, a pint for the days, Joel. I know. Where Nadia Chifty and Stevie May were brilliant. That's all I wanted. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. All, 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 all I want them as a straight partnership. <laughs> That's all I've ever wanted. Yes. Uh, now I have to be waxing lyrical about Jonathan fucking Abika. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I read, I was looking at some of the St Johnston fans, a few of them uh, rating Callum Booth's performance. What did you think about that? I think he's a better left back than Scott Tanzer. Mm-hmm. He might be. I don't he's a better right back than Anthony Ralston, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I thought. I didn't think so. I wasn't too sure of the game uh, well I thought Booking was probably about right at the game but uh, watch it back Ralston should have been sent off like that's very early in the game what the fuck is he doing well when he goes oh, clear into the yeah. back of him yeah but I saw that, that that's Ralston in a nutshell he's just really really rash right. and shite and aggressive um, yeah. right now for the good bit <laughs> talk me through uh, one to ten. So I talk me through the problems. I've, I've, I've got the I've got the the, the line up here. So Labal not good enough. Michael Smith fine. Halkett unfit. Berra not good enough Hickey and unfit <laughs> Hickey the best player on Saturday for her Hart, uh, yes and probably needs time at the, for, even, for even his then, development even then I say he was the best player he nothing good for him uh, okay. Sean Clare it's not going to work for my hearts Glenn Whelan doesn't <laughs> give a fuck Zanich it's I've never seen I've never what felt, are your attributes what? Yes, I've never I've never watched a, a player be so risk averse and so boring Oh, Paul Heckenbottom would have loved him, eh? Right. Yeah, absolute Paul Heckenbottom dream. Jamie Walker, Hyder. Aidan Keener, nah. Stephen McLean, old. The chance where he went through, like one-on-one with the last defender, almost like a sight to goal. His finish was that bad, they didn't even make the sports scene highlights. When he let him run across his body, till it got so far across his body, then he tried to shoot it. It just, just sliced through the plane. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that, jeez. Uh, That's probably the best chance of the game. It didn't make the highlights because his finish was that bad. Anyone else? Steve McLean, Shay. Anyone else left there? I, I went through one. Everybody came on the bench. Everybody came on the bench. Shay, Uchi, Shay. Uh, Machino came on at half time. They changed the shape because Keenan hadn't. Been... I was assured that Machino was good. I was assured by all angles, every Twitter, every journalist, and every Hearts fan that Machino was good. I think it was good to start with, and then we've just turned the rubbish. Managed to do another another one. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, but that was, I think, one mistake that Stendhal made. I didn't uh, like the team when it came out. Well, there was that. There was a starting line, lineup, uh, but when to to move to bring off Keena at halftime for Machino was fair enough. Keena wasn't playing well. He's got a really bad touch. Sometimes he's got a really good touch. Yeah, but I, I think. I think the touch two best kind of opportunities because uh, it was a Walker shot as well and the McLean one I talked about I think both of them came from kind of Keener flicks yeah. around outside his boot like he was back to goal but just him trying to trap the ball it would just kind of bounce up and yeah. hit, hit him on his own face pretty much there is there, there, so, there. sorry so him coming off for Machino at half time was fine but then he put Machino to left mid and it looked then like Walker was going to play as the kind of second striker Walker just instead just moved into this, like a number 8 so it was then 4-1-4-1 and that was even worse than the four four two. There are uh, so many issues with with this this club. It's actually ridiculous that they've uh, the recruitment. At so least the Romanov years were fun. 
Yeah, you, exactly. you've, got, you've got highs and lows and you've got laughs. There's, there's no laughs. Yeah, there's it's no just, highs. Just... Incredible, I think there was more character in the Roman of team than there was this one. Yeah, there, there was. There is, it's, it's a bunch of players who like don't want to go all um, your dad, but very, very soft, who are very scared at playing at Tynecastle and who don't want to take on responsibility. Probably uh, there's a few players that don't want to be there. The recruitment, when you actually look at it, over the Levine spell has been absolutely has been an absolute abomination. So you can say what you want about uh, oh Levine, he didn't um, he didn't have any luck with injuries, but he signed a lot of players. He built up a big squad, and it's can just I, rubbish. Can I ask? Because further, you were very negative to Duncan Mackay on a podcast when he had a go at um, Hearts recruitment under Levine. Would you like to retract that? <laughs> or, uh, are you still going to bury your head in the sand and say it was all good? I think there's a lot of problems and it goes deeper on the fact that these players aren't good enough because yeah. I don't think there's many there that are actually that terrible. I think a lot of them. You look at name, 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 apart from Zanich. Yeah, who was the one caveat I was going to throw in there? Again, like an Australian international, you think, right, okay. Is he an Australian international? Who was Zanich? Yes, yeah, he's played in the World Cup for them. Really? He scored in the Cup final. Remember in the view for the He didn't even bother telling anyone. Gary Quayle on the TV, Gary Cocker asked him who's the most difficult opposition. He played against Spain in the World Cup. I'll have to probably go with one of my teammates. You play for Hearts, they're all fucking shit. Is there anything else? I mean, what. Wait, I think um, as, as an outsider looking in, what I worry about now is that Stendhal's talking about how he didn't. His quote was, "It's going to be a lot more difficult to turn around than I anticipated." Maybe I'm adding words there, but he definitely yeah, said pretty something. Said pretty much what he said. That's fine. I'm glad he realised it. Yeah, quite fast. But does that mean that we're going to have to wait time? There's going to be more pain. You're not going to get any sort of managerial bounce or any of that shit that people come out with. It's going to take him. Till January to sign a few players uh, uh, he's gonna, and to implement his style. So we might be talking about right. until mid January, late January, February till Hearts start putting runs together. Like, like, Is that not real risky? Like, like a, there's, there's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bad time for him to come in because I think he needs to. But it was like, I, I, don't, I don't think there's a lot of players in this team that are necessarily that dreadful. I think you could. I think the signings in January need to come in, but I don't think it necessarily needs an entire overhaul. I think you could sign in a couple of kind of really good players, and then a lot, Two or three and then a lot of players could kind of work off the back of that. One thing he needs to do is he's got to do a lot of like work and training to, to do his style in terms of pressing. But I think he needs to set them all, not set them down, but get them all and say, right, you need to learn how to attack. Because I think Levine, Levine used to say this quite a lot, so I'm not sure whether this is this is accurate. Or this is just me reading too much into it. But Levine used to always talk about players expressing themselves and having the confidence to express themselves. And I was thinking, the more he says this, the more it seems to me like Hearts don't actually have a game plan for going forward. The game plan's just... Get into the, the front shape, players defensively. Ah, yeah, get into the front players and they'll do something with it. And I don't know whether that still works. And I think Stendhal's maybe turned no, up... Definitely thought, it's easier to look after it to get a defence structure. St- Stendhal's probably turned time. up, done it, done it, like... Drilled into them about the pressing and then basically being like, right, okay, for this game, I don't know what you are like, just go out there and express yourselves. And then he's watched the team try to express himself and go, oh dear. So if he actually gets, if he actually gives specific instructions and an attacking end to Sean Clare, specific instructions to Jamie Walker, so forth, I think some of these players can come good. No, no, I mean, Jamie Walker looks fucking dreadful. I mean, no, he's a better player. No, no, I can, I can agree with you because it does happen sometimes when you concentrate on what a player's good at and you really let them just be. Yeah. I mean, the obvious example of that is always using Leicester when they won the league because it was like guys doing very very specific individual roles and never really breaking away from that and, it, and I could see that could work out but it's, it's without going all right I'll be sports sound right I'll be sports sound uh, so would it not have been safer because you've got a bit of a job in team because you're in a lot of trouble going for a safe hand till the end of the season with a bit of pragmatism and just getting through this Doctor, I have two negatives I think no, I'll come back like, to you and ask you that after Boxing Day. Like, <laughs> you think something like Levine would, it's, could it would be, be that? Yeah, Levine was the safest player. It's not, it's it's not it, it, Hearts fans want to change. You talk about they giving them um, space to create, uh, express themselves in the final third. But there's so many players who, like Bizanich, look at a blank canvas and they go, "Oh, that's sexy." <laughs> they got, they got no, they, there's, there's that, there's not that cre- creativity in there. There's just, there's so many problems with the club. And again, I was watching, I was watching the highlights this, uh, the, um, this afternoon. They really noticed that the game. 
spend one, one million pound on that pitch and it looks fucking dreadful. Looks dreadful. So like just de- right. decision after decision from the club, shite. Um, so it's a huge result for St Johnston moving yep. forward absolutely great in Hearts it's a real real bad moment because you've got home to Celtic, Celtic, home to Celtic and then get beat by Hamilton, Hamilton and then you've Saturday got Hamilton but that might be where yeah, you must get without blowing it and obviously other people support other clubs apart from the ones that we do but I think that game's massive now that Hibs game because if you get a result there even if it's a shitty 1-0 cross whatever That'll buy, that'll get some goodwill, buy them something where to go. But if you were to get turned over there off the back of bat, like a humping off Celtic, it just, the even unfairly on him, it'll just get ramped up I, so bad. I, I don't think, for the fans, I actually don't think they'll turn on him. I don't think, I think he'll get a but lot the budge of But I think it'll be Budge and yeah. the players, the players especially, against Livingston, the draw the other week, that you could, they just were saying here that the, the fans are finally thought these players are just not in, not in it. Yeah. yeah. Right, we've had enough on that, and I'm sure we're going to have weeks and weeks of that yummy stuff. But we're going to go to Fur Park now. We're moving to Sunday, where me and Fowler joined each other in the boozer yep. to watch uh, Motherwell nil Rangers two. Did you manage to catch that game yourself, Joel? Or? Watch highlights. Yeah, I was uh, at Celtic Park, so I oh, so you did? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's you're coming to Easter Road on Saturday as well, Fowler. Friday on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just, just come and join us, man. You'll, it'll be more fun. Do you go in the road? Uh, do you only be going in the wind? Uh, the way that he's throwing the game for Rangers. Rangers. No, no, no. <laughs> You'd no. rather be in the wind. He's <laughs> 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 staying indoors. Um, but anyway, Motherwell, no Rangers too. It was um, pretty routine for Rangers. But Motherwell got off to a, sort of a good start right, when they created the... that one chance. But then after that, Rangers, without playing well, never looked anywhere near in danger. Right, they, they talked about it in uh, sports. You know, there was too much, I've got to add, even though I saw it live, which the Rangers really showed a lot of intensity for this game. Having come off a, a hard game in Europe, I think played the exact same team. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they obviously know that every game's important. Gerard can't really you would have thought he might have made one or two changes but I think he knows himself he can't really mess about with it too much of the I mean it's a long season but it's just the psychological factor of the full we've the, got a two week break if they, if they lose a game what are they five points behind Celtic yeah they're, they're two behind right now so there's, if, a, there's a winter break ah, there's a winter so break there, coming there, well. there is a rest yes. to be had just drive them into the ground yeah, until yeah. then and then they've got a four night off let them go to fucking Spain or whatever Shithole that they choose to go to <laughs> Dubai or whatever. Florida, Vacuous, they went to Florida before. Vacuous cunt of a went, place. They went to Florida before in uh, Jimmy Nichol dance with uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, so hopefully we'll see more of that. I'd be more than doing a bit of resting rather than drinking and dancing with SpongeBob SquarePants. I don't think he was drinking. <laughs> <laughs> SpongeBob was. Uh, Motherwell were probably a bit disappointing. Uh, the. Yeah, they had that early chance, and then apart for that, there was like a, quite a few players that didn't play well. Alan Campbell didn't play well. Jermaine Hilton was I barely even realised he was playing. Yeah, yeah, Robinson mentioned the fact that I thought he would have got to Tavernier. I really did think that that was looking with. I saw the teams Hilton against Tavernier. I thought there's an avenue for Motherwell. And it just but really Robinson did. mentioned that five or you need all your all your players to be on top of their game to beat Rangers or Celtic, and he said that five or six of them were below par, and especially in the attacking third. Yeah. Uh, Morelos was great until he got sent off. His first half was just funny. Just the amount of shots. <laughs> <laughs> I think he must have had at least six or seven yeah. in the first but half. It, again, I was judging by highlights, but a lot of them were closer on target, or was there a few like really, really skew if ones? Because, no, no, they, were no, all, no, they were all decent if ones. Because I think this is something that. Oh, that terrible one where it got crossed in and he should have knocked it back. And he put it in the side. Ah, he tried to that shoot in the side. Like, like, there's, there's no way you're going to score. There was a bit like there was there was no angle. Because <laughs> there, there was times going back a few months or last season where he was. I, I still think he he needs to improve his finishing. I think still think he could be a better finisher. But I think there was times where in previous in his Rangers career where some of them were just snatching them and they were just some really awful finishes. But he's actually hitting the target now or making difficult chances seem like a half chance just because mm. he's improving. Yeah, I mean, the examples of that this season would have been his goal at Livingston, uh, which was yeah. actually a great finish. And that was like a proper finish, if you know yeah. what I mean. Like, no, he wasn't lashing it, he didn't roof in there. It was like proper finesse, well thought. Because you've seen against Celtic, he tried to do that a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. But um, I don't think there's any disagreement. I mean, we were sitting there and our friend in the pub was commenting exactly the same about Morelos' um, finishing. He just thinks it's still quite poor. Hmm. Um, but he'll just... What his main bonus is he, he makes things happen yeah. and he brings 
chaos factor, but it's not chaos from him. He creates chaos for the other team, yeah, yeah. but he knows exactly what he's fucking doing. Um, and he's still cracking. But yeah, he can still improve. And I think what, how scary will it be if he starts? If he even knocks up his finishing 5%. I mean, he's scoring 50, 60 goals in a season. <laughs> if he's still, even though he'll be long gone by the time yeah, he gets yeah. that. And our friend, we were talking about the perfect club for uh, Alfredo Morelos to go to. I think there has to be a stop off before he gets. There. I don't know. I disagree with the stop off. Uh, I think I think he goes straight to the club. Atletico Madrid. I think Diego Simeone absolutely <laughs> love. I was wondering where you're going with this in terms of the Premier League, but yeah, yeah. I, I think he could go. I think he go directly there as well. Yeah, I mean, one thing I think they've shown is especially Europa League. Really Vir- Virgil yeah. Van Dijk is that you can. Uh, so many teams should have just signed him from Celtic yeah. rather than let him he didn't need that stop off but I don't think he needed that stop off no, Southampton. he might have needed a year to acclimatise to a big club like Liverpool but uh, he, would, not, he, he would have reached that height that something, yeah, something just it, even though like, you can, they didn't rate Scottish football so much or whatever it's still when someone stands out so much and it's not just about the, it's the style of like Van Dijk was a baller he was a Rolls Royce player I think he was, you're right he was always going to be able to transfer that to a different league it didn't really matter he was just that good and I agree that I think Morelos and, and Edward are, are, are exactly the same also and Christie's probably kicking about in that field as well that they could go directly over but um, Zephyr you want to mention about the goals Morelos we spoke about on the Patreon he was a red but we hate the fact that oh, I spoke about it on the Hottie yeah, yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah, we absolutely did. So let's move on to Parkhead. The other game on Sunday that we also watched in the pub on a dodgy yeah. stream. I won't mention the pub. Um, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. Three, was... Celtic playing 3 5 2 is probably the most interesting thing about this one. Yeah, so Jack Ross. I was a bit pissed by now, Joel. So, uh, so when I was good, because <laughs> I, I woke up in the morning and I just. You read an article. You wrote an article about this game and I was like. Didn't even notice any of that huge tactical change. From that. So, <laughs> the only thing I noticed, oh, Boyle's on the left now. Oh, yeah. I think I'm very... <laughs> that was the big thing. So Lennon mentioned, he got asked about it after the after the game from, I think, uh, someone from uh, 90 Minute Cynic who just asked him about the, the setup, And it was, he asked Lennon, it's like, why did you go 3-5-2? Is it something you noticed with Jack Ross? And he goes, well, they play a diamond, so it was... To play against the diamond, you either match it up or go three five two. He chose three five two, and it worked uh, perfectly. Within mm-hmm. fifteen minutes, Ross had to not basically completely change it. So Boyle was playing on the right hand side of the kind of midfield diamond, and he ended up at left wing back just because Frimpong's pace. Stephen, you could see St- like Stevenson's face and his legs just shake. It's like, oh man, I can't do this for ninety minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so Boyle had to protect him, even without protection. Frimpong. Uh, Clear best player yeah, in the just, park. It was just, it was just incredible. Um, it was just incredible. Yeah, I thought like, yeah, I don't, I'm not really going to get too downhearted with the Hibs fan. I mean, this is what happens. Uh, the frustrating thing is we maybe sat, not, off, yeah. I sat off them a bit too much because I felt like it, we got to that part where they had loads of guys across the 18 yard and they were just probing and probing and probing. And I always feel, oh, it never works. I always feel like you're just being so passive in that. Get when the ball's in midfield it's not going into them that's the thing so you've, but you've got Allen and Malin so you, you, move, you move I was surprised you move, that you brought Malin that you played Malin in that game I so was obviously moving Boyle out you've got Halberg sitting but it's 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 on Allen and Malin to kind of force issue with Brown and McGregor uh, and they've not got the legs to do that they've not got they've not, not got within themselves the, I, thought, like, I, would, I would have probably played Slivka in that yeah, game I and I think Slivka's played, played, played well Recently in a couple of games and uh, against the old firm in general, really over his hips career is where he's had his, his only real, really good games. I think it was one of those games as a fan of a non-old firm team, you just go and you think, you kind of focus, you can focus on the positives, oh. kept on the two, asked some questions, maybe with some better finishing, kind of, I don't think I've had many clear chances, but there were no, some kind of opportunities want... around about the box. Bad, maybe, bad, bad, maybe, maybe, Canberry had a really bad day in there, he But at the same time, you could also see for the Celtic point of view, they, they say, well, they could have won by more, Edward missed, Edward missed a couple of decent chances, uh, he's usually a bit more ruthless than that, and, I mean, did Celtic really get out of second, second third game? No. Lennon called his midfield three outstanding, Olivier and Cham was rubbish. It was, it was one of those where you just think, did he watch the same game as me? Because mm. you sitting in the, you were sitting in among the, the Celtic fans, and even there we get very frustrated with him. Cham, he was just he has that capacity to be absolutely brilliant or just be honking. The I wrote an article about it today about uh, for Hibs is the fact that there were so many comments like, "Oh, just move on, take two 0 defeated Celtic Park, take that shit attitude." 
You, you go there. To, you go there to compete, and Ross I'm mentioned after that uh, we don't want to just go there to be competitive and get a pat on the back. You go there to to engage because I mentioned that the fact that I'm totally so, so many managers come out and go, oh, "We're not going to be judged uh, by performances against the old firm." Brian Rex has done it. That's potentially eight games. That, six to eight games a season. You're writing off. Yeah, yeah. I'm totally with. I'm totally with you, and I was glad when Ross came out and and it was again and maybe the fact that he I think he attempted to play on the front foot, Ross, but I think he got the team selection wrong. Well, yeah, I, I, but I, I think, think so. It just... was like the, both. It's like two sides. I think he done that, and that was good in an attacking sense. It meant that he wanted to score goals definitely, but at the same time, it actually stopped us being competitive and they were able to win the ball back. And we need to win the ball back early to create. Like breakaways and overloads, you need to. to we've still got players up there because otherwise, you're obviously going to revert back. You're going to be um, sitting deep. But um, yeah, I think just for Hibs, Boyle had that one chance really when he made it all himself and he curled it around the post. Naismith for that great ball from Malin when yeah. he took the touch. Touch was a wee bit too heavy. And outside of that, I've got nothing else there. So uh, Horgan, Horgan's crossing. Yeah, oh, yeah, Julian nearly scored the own goal. Yeah, and that was a bit. But Celtic got be happy again, similar like when they played Motherwell, uh, when they got that two 0 after a big European. So many games up, just that just get fucking away it goes. And it's been, Hibs are a bit of a bit of a Celtic bogey team over the sort of recent years. Um, and now we're going for a word from our sponsors. Was that right, Craig? Hi, it's Fowler here with a quick break to tell you about Beer Fifty Two. It's always nice when you're watching a mediocre to crap football game in front of the TV to knock back a couple of beers while doing so. Well, thanks to our friends at Beer52, you have the opportunity to sip eight free exclusive craft beers from around the world. All you need to do is go to beer52.com forward slash terrace and cover just 4 95 for the postage. What's more, listeners of the terrace get two extra free beers, so that's a total of 10 beers. Beer52 traverse the globe to find the best and most interesting beer from the greatest small batch breweries planet Earth has to offer. Themes have included Germany, Korea, Norway, South Africa, California, Finland and many more. The beauty of Beer 52 is that they don't hold you to ransom. There's no lock-in and you can leave at any time. Your first box will be sent to you the next day. Just go to beer52.com forward slash terrace to get your first case of 8 beers for free and don't forget, the terrace listeners get an extra 2 unmissable free beers. That's beer52.com forward slash terrace. And Dingle, ding dong o'clock. We're going to Dingle, where Kelly continue bad, bad form, really. Uh, <laughs> Kelly continue bad. <laughs> Kelly continue bad, and I've got a man to my left who wants to talk about Kelly being bad. Yeah, well, I, I don't want to be like a broken record, but it's just the same. It's the same problem. There's not much going forward. Uh, this game, uh, Alessio tried to, to mix things up, so El McCreeny dropped it at the team. Uh, they went away for the midfield three. They had... Uh, at least that's what the the team lineup said on Sports Scene. I don't, I don't well, know if I want to take that for gospel because it could be McKenzie in the middle. But uh, it basically, uh, he, he dropped, he subbed out El McCree for another kind of more. Four, four, uh, two, yeah. yeah, so for a more natural attacker. And it still didn't work because it still didn't really create much, didn't really have many chances. And it's just, there's just too much of a lack of talent there. They're not, so they've lost, so they've lost three in a row now without scoring a goal. Or is it a draw and two defeats? Draw because they drew. Uh, I've drawn two defeats without scoring a goal in the last three games. They've only won once in eight. Who was that against? Hearts. How many good did they score? Three in fifteen minutes. Oh, yeah, but then that, you can also say that doesn't really count. Yeah, I mean, I've just just having <laughs> the, uh, the point of both, both parts. <laughs> and that's kind of that kind of that probably is a, a good indicator because that game was all about Chris Burke being excellent, and Chris Burke is still a good player at this age, but he's thirty six, and you know. Rory McKenzie. You don't want to be relying on him. You want it to be a but squad player yeah. who does that three yes. or four times a season, but and you got twelve points. Out of all that. of the, all of their attacking players are <clears throat> exactly what you just said. Mm. Chris Chris Burke, Rory McKenzie, Eamon Brophy. That's the one thing when I was watching Alex that you don't want to. William Miller. They're all just okay. Players. Yeah, you, there's not one player in there that you you want you can rely Brophy, on. You're going down to okay because you were all. You I mean, I, I've always thought he was a decent player, but he is a decent player. But he's, he's not, useful. But when he's he's not, he's not good enough to lead a team by himself. Yeah, you know, no, totally. I'm totally with you there. If you had, uh, he is one of those players who is kind of he'd be magnified if you had Aaron Menko beside him, yeah. or Greg Stewart beside him. But as 
when well, I think anyone with, after what Conor Salmon done I think anyone with uh, Conor though would be good but when, when he's having to kind of do it himself he just, he's very again inconsistent and you see it in his finishing is, is, is very inconsistent and I wonder what's going to happen now because the players still don't really like Alessio it's, it's not like everything's just magic they're just a, a good bunch of pros that have continued to, to, to do stuff ah, he's, he's Alessio reverted back to the Steve Clark style after wanting to play expansive so I wonder what happens now do they accelerate the rebuild and does Alessio just have kind of carte blanche to do what he I wants with the squad or is it kind of do they want to keep this kind of core together because this core well good is old as well Powers mm-hmm. in his 30s Dicker's like 33, 34 yeah, yeah, I think it would work O'Donnell's going to be away at the end of the season I think it may be a smart thing to do because Alessio now because he was pragmatic enough to go back if you like um, they've got enough points and there's enough shine in this league that there's no way they're going to get relegated exactly. so why not why not in January if you can make if you can make a few smart signings go for it and start trying to change that play because really they've nothing to lose they're not going to I think Hibs will probably end up finishing above them I think Aberdeen will finish above them I think Motherwell will finish above them so it may be call me negative I don't see them getting European football and I don't see him getting relegated. So why not? Like, let's start building for yeah. the next the next team. Let's he's, build he's, that. he's mentioned he's mentioned that in an interview recently where he said that he's he still wants to put more of get his his style across more. So it's uh, I, I don't think you should write him off as just. I mean, we know that players probably don't enjoy it too much under him, but we shouldn't write him off as a manager because I mm. think he has to. I think he has to reshape this. Come on, he's shown being smart. He's shown being yeah. smart and being willing to go against. His own instincts, yeah, because he thinks it's for the greater good, and I always quite like that in a manager. Personally, Craig Anderson sitting there rubbing his hands, listening to this, he can't wait till he fucking turns us all over. Oh, the <laughs> seat's getting kept. <laughs> 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 uh, Ross, oh, sorry, uh, just just want to bring up the um, this is something that uh, Craig will like Brenescu for that winner uh, for Ross County's winner. It was just a lump ball in the the box. He's he's standing on his goal line, and you think just come for that because he's shouting at Dead Del Fabro to leave it, but. He has just said Del Fabro leaves it. It's one of those which it could stay in the pitch and a Ross County player could pick up. He had no intention to come for it. And then he just, uh, he gives no confidence. Yeah. I know Craig said it, but you just look at him and he, I think he'd be quite a good highlights keeper at times because he makes saves, mm-hmm. but he just does not, just not. Does anything you want to say about Ross County? The only thing I've got to say about them is that I think uh, Lee Irwin's starting to find his feet there. He, he looked good when he, because I watched the game against Monday, he looked good when he, he came off the bench in that game. He came off the bench in this again and he's just kind of looking sharp. He's kind of looking, looking a bit more closer to the Lee Irwin that was at Motherwell mm-hmm. and uh, maybe not the one that was at Kelly who didn't really do as much. Um, but it's still kind of early days and he's, he's still kind of finding his way but I was thinking good. as well they've got quite a weird kind of forward line and it's, mm-hmm. but it's effective because they're all big guys who, can, who are mobile Billy McKay's not particularly no, good in the other three Graham Ross Stewart Brian Graham and Lee Irwin they're all kind of similar players no, no, I don't but they're all quite think awkward. they're be a bit different Lee Irwin's more physical than them uh, yeah but he's, he's still team. a big guy that you can Ross Stewart's like um, yeah Ross Stewart's like really really good in the air uh, quite enigmatic strange awkward uh, Brian Graham's quite nowadays cultured nice touch seems to be a very good finisher seems yeah. to be everything that Brian Graham isn't now um, so like they're all like they are all and, and Billy McKay's very intelligent Works hard. Uh, works hard plays knows exactly how to play where he's back to go very well he knows how to use the minimum size that he has he knows how to use it so that was a Ross Kitty fan that'd be like there's no danger they'll go down with all that with that enough quality but, but, but even it's still rubbish it's still rubbish but at least they've got something going on because there's teams down there ah. who have nothing Hearts Hamilton St Johnston and they've got an 8 point lead on Hamilton and Hearts oh yeah they, they are uh, I think kind of midfield going forward I'm still they're midfield two of Payton and Spence don't because of their the, the amount of strikers they've got they kind of need to play two, like kind of two yeah. of them and I think that's where they get the best out of but they need to find that balance in the field defence it's good that he's not playing Keith Watson anymore uh, and now they need to it's a technical term for sure despite them <laughs> despite them being captain Fontaine I think they should they should definitely be looking for a centre back yeah. in January I mean write another song Fontaine you're done here um, last but not well yeah least <laughs> well certainly the Aberdeen fans because as, as it just the story continues getting results against shite teams and playing shite football makes Aberdeen fans very unhappy I know and uh, I, I just you look at the team as well it's so many attacking players in that team He's like, I, 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 he went quite. Um, he seemed like he was going the, for it. The, that three, day. the three behind 
Rebind Cosgrove, I mean, I know McGinn's been a winger for years, but well, basically, all, hedges, right, yeah. basically it could all be like forwards. Mm. Just, uh, but still, boring. boring. I, I did. I looked at a team and thought, yeah, that's, that's, that's a really positive selection. And they're just like, nope. when are they going to score? But they, they that's arguably their best team as well, kicking about. Bryson was the only one that was... Right, because you've got Ojo and Ferguson. Are we sure Bryson's going to be in their best team? We've seen enough of them yet. Yeah. Yeah. It's bloody December, so... So you can maybe... Oh, you could maybe play a 4-3-3 and then you could get rid of Wilson even though a few of the Aberdeen fans I was reading they're thinking that there's they're still banging this there's a player in Wilson somewhere there is uh, there, there is, is. I think um, there is because he's, he's you can see it in, in flashes where he looks the Sean Clare all-stars yeah <laughs> he looks like one potentially one of the best players outside Doak Farm in the, in the league and then there's others where you think this is this, 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 this can you just, could you record that and just play that on a loop please one of the best players I've said the offer. At times, there's, there's times uh, it looks like he could be. a tiny moment. <laughs> I'm uh, unaware of these times. Because, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you could see a 4 3 3 would be Bryson, Ojo, Ferguson, McGinn, Hedges, and Cosgrove surely being pretty fucking good. Yeah. You know? And then getting a new right back in, in January would be something I'd probably be looking to do. Um, well, fine, I was signed to play right back. But yeah, but they want really to play him centre midfield badly. <laughs> just because he'd done one good turn or shot. Yeah, I'm also, from a team at right back, I'm not sure he's actually, he is actually better than Shea Logan at right back. I need to, and I think that if I was McInnes, I'd really start, because he he's a, he a smart arse, right? There's no doubt about it. He likes to change his team around, or that he likes to do little changes. He, he does think he's smart. Like I said, I think I said this on the WhatsApp chat before, that Motherwell game where they won 3 0, where he moved everyone around and put them in round position, 1 3 0. That was a fucking wet dream to that guy. He was an absolute. What loving that? What did you actually? Oh, what did you actually say? That's even had a mirror on his ceiling and wanking over himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but I think he really, really like he really likes doing that. But I think maybe right now, I think his jobs is in jeopardy as it's ever been. New owners, uh, I think it would be smart to stick with what you know is good. Add a couple of players in January and maybe go for it a bit now because you've been there for seven years. It has went stale and. Unfortunately for him, and this sounds nonsense because everyone always says result-driven, results-driven business, but he's beyond that now. He needs to bring hope uh, and fun to the Aberdeen fans if he wants to be kept along for this ride uh, with the new owners. Because when him, like, they could finish third with these all these one 0 wins and then losing, getting humped off hips, like, losing the old firm stuff like that, but that'll not be enough. Even though most fans would say it should be, but it's not. The Aberdeen fans are done. He needs to bring something else to the table. Hamilton Hamilton uh, Brian, Brian Rice said that the he's, it was quite a, did you all see in his interview after the game it was it was very it was, it, was, it was very defensive because I think he was being asked questions about the the fact that Aberdeen had a lot of chances Luke Southwood had an excellent game again he, again yeah despite your disparaging comments no, 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 actually, actually looks alright yeah. apparently he's very highly thought of at Reading and you wonder why it's taken Rice so long to Put him in between the sticks, Alan <laughs> Owen, Fawn, fucking Williams. But he was he was really defensive, saying that oh, they, they were uh, Aber- uh, Hamilton were trying to go uh, win the game. They had a lot of possession, forty three percent according to uh, BBC, and that the the boys were couldn't give him any more. They were sweating blood for him. Um, what's their form well, right now? It must be terrible. They've not won a game in a long time. F one thing I remember was to it, defend them though. I don't think they've been. Pumped. Pumped. No, no, no. They're they're uh, they've been they've been relic- Other than getting beat ha- uh, five 0 by Rangers, being competitive. Yeah, because they remember- have uh, not won since the twenty September. So that was one, two, three, Bloody four. Hell. Because I was about to say, I felt like eleven games without a win. Because I remember they're still level on points of Hearts, <laughs> and they're going to be fucking beat Hearts on uh, on well, Saturday. Well, and- Hamilton and Hearts cannot believe they're not bottom of the league. <laughs> Dumbfounded. Um, but. Um, because I was thinking, I remember Tom Watt saying on a podcast um, a few weeks back, talking about how, oh, Hamilton, they always get that win every five or six or seven. Nope. But he actually even said, but now it was kicking about eight or nine. And he actually questioned it maybe, and now maybe he's maybe coming to... Yeah, but the next... But let's let's be careful, because we always say this. We've done it for years. Hearts are yeah, right. Surely this is the time, Hamilton. They're playing Hearts at home next. Then they've got St. Johnson at home. Mm. And then they're away to Motherwell. Now away to Motherwell, they should probably lose, but it's a derby, and that does add a Coming little extra. Seven points. Hearts are absolutely stuck to the bottom of the table. What a life we lead. 
would but not the, be surprised. The, uh, no, but the horrible thing for Hearts uh, before we just before we finish, I know we're going. The one over. horrible thing. No, but <laughs> a real issue is you're go, going up against teams who do this every year. I always think that's a problem for the big club that's uh, at the bottom. Hamilton will not let their heads go down as long as they're in the mixer to get out of there. They'll crack on because that's what they do. That's their lifestyle. That's how they feed their children <laughs> but, this, for, but for Hearts it's always that the players are not used to that scenario the confidence really will get low with lots of defeats and that can sometimes really be a massive leveller between sort of players that are meant to be better and guys who just oh, I do it for a bloody living I stay up I, um, I'm unfortunate I'm not going to make the game on Saturday but I think it's going to be the worst game of football uh, this season and I also think it's going to be the best game uh, that's, that's just because there's two absolute shit that it's, it's it's just going to be something's going to be something's going to happen which is good 7-0 to Celtic on Wednesday 1-0 to Hamilton on Saturday 7-0 to Celtic I like how you don't rather argue about that god it's more like oh god it might happen actually <laughs> I don't think it will but no, I'm, not, I'm not confident enough to argue with <laughs> you uh, right guys thanks very much yeah. Um, it's been nice chanting about football as always many years of doing this is great fun uh, you can get us on there's a Patreon it'll be out at the same time uh, that'll be on the $5 you, t- you don't no, sh- $2 but come and pay for it there's loads more content we're all sound you can sort of help us move through our lives down this for more uh, terracepodcast.net Twitter at terracepodcast talk to us do what you like tell us we're shite we like it. How uh, Joel say good evening? Good evening and goodbye. Yeah. And follow. Why get us to say good evening? Because oh, it's night time. Really. Okay. And believe me, people might listen to this. Not at night time. I'd probably say our highest listener show would probably be on commutes, would be my guess. Yeah. Must be not always listening to it. Okay. So good morning. Goodbye. Good morning. Have a good day. Enjoy your food, then. You <laughs> <laughs> could do the old Truman Show thing. Good morning. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Podcast Network. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.